Greetings and welcome to the Another Humanities Podcast. We hope this episode brings you value or leads you to questions you're likely to share with your friends, your teammates and us. If you'd like to collaborate with us, you can contact us through the Another Humanities contact page at anotherhumanity.com. How can you make a game in a day? You start by defining your core rules. You define up to 10 core rules which will orientate the whole game creation process. Then from these rules, you create your four characters, you give them a goal, you give them a set of skill, you create your levels. You can start with one main level, which will serve as a tutorial level, and then expand to four to five different uh, expansions. Then you define each level's function in atmosphere, and you associate one to two adventure or quest to each level. How should players feel when they play your games? Games you are creating should exude a sense of belonging. It should be games player wants to return to. So if you can start with a simple system and make your game short and stimulating and then expand it, you enhance your possibility to make this game more like a home, more like a place of belonging. Which advice would you give to a beginner writer? Uh, first, write at least a page a day. Then, try to write this page between 15 and 20 minutes. After you've finished it, draw your characters, because you'll already engage yourself in the story process. Try to draw your book covers also. And try to make this book covers the support of your main idea and your title. On the long run, try to write a new story every month, whichever the length. Introduce a new setting for each new story, new characters, and try new genres. When you finish your first few books, publish extracts of these books on your website, on social network, and even turn them into video format, thanks to the drawing you've made previously. To make it simpler, what are the most useful tips? Uh, consider three main routines out of all the above. Write a page a day, draw a picture a day, preferably a character, and three, make a list of the four main things defining you and revise that list daily. If you do these three things, you've done the core things to, to progress faster. And once you can do that on a daily basis, after a couple of months, aim to write five to six pages a day. Because you want to progress more once you've seen you can do the, the, the base minimum. Il n'y a, a pas de raison que tu supprimes la partie verbe au réel. D'accord, c'est Dieu qui est génial. Ouais. Euh, Dieu alors Ouais. Ça, ça. Ça, ça marche mieux symboliquement en fait, tu sais. Okay. Ça, tu peux déjà t'entendre parler du pardon. Mais... Si, par exemple, tu sais, par exemple. C'est une excellente idée, ouais. Et après, tu sais, tu peux filer ça, hein 
il y a un truc vraiment à voir avec le symbolisme, c'est que plus ton symbole est large, alors large, ça ne veut pas dire vague, hein, non, ça, veut dire, ça peut concerner plusieurs... Euh... Plus tu peux filer ta métaphore dans ton album après, tu vois, dans le reste de l'album. Mm. C'est que le fait de, de définir tes deux systèmes, c'est le plus tôt possible, c'est vraiment la, la meilleure chose à faire, c'est qu'après, tu te fais... T'as moins de travail, en fait, tu vois, au final. Oui. Le lien avec, euh, avec le, le thème qu'on a déjà trouvé, trouvé il, il est où pour toi dans cette chanson euh, Il est pas... Il est... Bah, en fait, tu sais, quand t'as parlé de pilule, euh, moi, tout à l'heure, je pensais que tu parles du personnage principal, comme un personnage qui voulait s'échapper, tu vois, et qui avait pas de solution pour s'échapper. Ouais. Mais quand même, il y en a, il y en a une, quand même, tu vois. C'est le drame. Bon, ouais, voilà, c'est ça. C'est là de ce que je vois, c'est quand même la disparition de thème principal hein, mm -hmm. pour, pour, pour les choses qui ont déjà Absolument. été créées. Ouais. Après, il y a Papillon. Ouais. Oui, bah, ça peut effectivement être une âme. Hein. Le soleil. Le soleil. Belle étoile. What is the purpose of having a process in creative writing? Having a process leaves more room for improvisation. In the early stages of writing, as for all skills, you need a process. Automating your world building, character creation, and story structure leaves you more room to create your narration. The process, if kept simple, allows you most flexibility while removing most hesitation. Does this process hinder your ability to create a diversity of stories? Having a process allows you to think about the diverse part of the stories. Since you already have the backbone, you'll always need to think about the specificity of each story. Now, to develop an habit of creating diverse stories, you will want for each new book to try a different genre, a different framework, in order to create a different context. If you can mix and match combinations to create from a story A to a story B, the broadest gap, you'll be sure to create diverse stories. And you apply the same logic to the characters, to the settings, to the environments, and the themes you're using. Do I need to know the antagonists when I plan the crisis? Whenever you plan a new crisis, you must be aware of who's responsible for this crisis. In most cases, it will be an antagonist. So planning your main antagonist or your only antagonist, if you have only one, is essential before writing the crisis. Each time, The antagonist will make use of the location and the people who are present there in order to, to facilitate the execution of the crisis. Knowing the role of the antagonist, the goal of the antagonist, and the, the secondary function of the antagonist in the story. And the secondary function of an antagonist can be uh, a supporter of the of the protagonist at one point and generally in the beginning or it can be a mentor it can be a, some form of a, 
guardian or parent uh, is is crucial if this antagonist is the final antagonist why is chapter 9 more important than chapter 10 chapter 9 is more important than chapter 10 but in the context of the story of the story you're telling if you were planning a series or a saga it's not more important because chapter 10 the epilogue is preparing the public and the characters for the next book for the next story so chapter 9 is more important than other chapter in the context of crisis chapters or say differently chapter 3 6 and 9 are more important than the other chapters there are the chapters that the public is supposed to remember the most and even there there's a hierarchy chapter 3 is less important out of them all then it's chapter 9 and the most important one is chapter 6 chapter 6 is the climax of your story and then once you've established this hierarchy between crisis chapter and anchor chapter and feeling chapter you have to consider the material you put in chapter 3 6 and 9 because objectively the three crisis chapter are supposed to be more important but subjectively you'll use certain symbol you'll use certain locations you'll use certain uh, characters or even certain sentences in your dialogue that will make a due chapter more memorable and it can be just chapter two four or seven which are uh, the uh, the traditional anchor chapter they can be more remembered and therefore more important in the mind of a new group of reader or a specific reader than chapter three six and nine